When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Record today on C103. Text or WhatsApp Patricia with your comment. 086-2103-103. And Peter Dowdell, the IrishGardener.com, joining me. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon, Patricia. How are you? I'm very well. How are you doing? I, I'm very good. And Happy New Year. And, 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 well, yeah, many happy returns. It's, I, I know you were on with John Paul last week when I was That's out, right. but this is this yeah. is our this is our first chat. You survived Christmas and New Year, and, and we got through it all. Yeah, great. I hope you're uh, you're getting over your. I got flu it, I and it was horrible, horrible, horrible dose. And of course, the gardens are I got a bit of a bashing, didn't they? We had Storm Kira, then followed by Storm Dennis. And next is Storm Emma, by all accounts. Oh, are you serious? Yes, apparently this weekend we have Storm Emma heading towards us. Goodness yeah. me. Yeah. Goodness so me. our gardens are awash, not to put too fine a point to this. There's, there's one or two jobs that we're working on at the moment we just have to call a halt because you'd be doing more harm than good in the garden at the moment. So. Yeah. I mean, all you can I'm do here. is... is uh, and, and as we always say, after every major storm or any kind of a storm, take a look out at any trees that might have got damaged. Yeah, absolutely. And if there's anything vulnerable, and I think um, if there's anything vulnerable, like any branches that are loose or trees that are loose, take take action now as opposed to waiting for nature to finish the job because she won't pay as much attention to private property or houses or, or safety or anything like that. Yeah. But I always think, and I think, I think uh, as all I, all us Irish people are, are born optimists when it comes to the weather, we're always, I'm, but I'm thinking anyway that if we are having all this rain and bad weather now, quite happy to have it in January, February, if it means that we get a, a long spell. I know the Irish weather doesn't always follow logic, but we do every year. Our, our annual rainfall amounts tend to be very, very similar each year. It's just that sometimes they fall over the 12 months and sometimes we get a deluge in certain months. So I'm hoping that because we're getting all the rain off the system now, <laughs> that the summer will be good. Yeah, that'll be great. Fingers crossed for that. Straight into questions. Brian and Mallow, could you ask Peter, please, what would be the best hardy low-growing evergreen hedge. I ideally would like it to go to about four foot. About four feet. Well, there's one lovely one, actually. It's, uh, it's very hardy and it is evergreen. It's a plant, a mouthful of a name, but it's called Eliagnus. Eliagnus compacta. So the compacta is a bit of a giveaway in that it stays quite compact. It doesn't get, like, your your normal Eliagnus abingii hedge, which I love as well. It's a great evergreen hedge. Uh, but that will get, that can easily get to six or eight feet. Whereas the compacta doesn't really get to much more than four feet, maybe five feet. So that would certainly be a good one to go for. There are others if you wanted to look at Escalonia. Uh, the problem with Escalonia is it's been suffering a lot of leaf blight in this part of the world over the last number of years. So it's quite a bit of risk, I suppose, associated with planting that. So maybe I'd, I'd steer clear of it, but it's, worth, it's one to look at. Um, 
Uh, and then the Eliagnus compactor. Uh, there's another one then, Berberus Darwinii, which is a lovely dark green, thorny one. So just bear in mind it is thorny, which might be good or not, depending on where you want to put it. Uh, but Berberus Darwinii, and there's also compacta in that, so it stays quite low as well. There's a couple. But a trip, I think, to your local garden centre to see them, it's one thing throwing the Latin names at you. Uh, it, it's a whole other thing to go and actually see them, isn't it? Okay, and a number of people are on about roses. Is it uh, too late to prune roses now, uh, Rose is one of the. Uh, uh, is it to prune roses now? A number of listeners in with that same question. Definitely not. Definitely not too late. No, and it's kind of a job anyway that it's better late than not at all. So, um, uh, I would always say end of February is my kind of. I would want to have my roses cut back by the end of February. So we've still got a few weeks to go. As I say, if you haven't got them done by the end of February, if we were having this phone call, let's say, next month, I'd still say do it because it is better to do it a bit late. But we're not late yet is the short answer because if 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 you don't do it at all, the, the growth will get quite, quite ragged and quite leggy. Uh, and if you just leave it that bit later... The new growth will start over the next couple of weeks. So if, if you don't prune it, then you're, you're till then you're pruning off some of the new growth. By pruning it now, uh, all the new growth will be below your pruning, so you get the benefit of all the new growth. Okay, let's stay on the subject of roses because Dave is in y'all. He's on the other line. He's got a question. Good afternoon to you, Dave. Hello there. You, you have a question for Peter about your roses. I have indeed. Uh, I have roses. They're very old, but they're very good. Herself looks after them quite well. She puts stuff and she feeds them. And that the only thing I do is prune them. Good man. But I do that. I do that myself, and I have that done with about a partner. Okay. Now they grow a lot of moss under under the stump. Is there any cure for that, or is there any harm? No, and no is the answer, Dave. Um, it, there, there isn't really a cure for it except rubbing it off with your hand. It, it's a natural thing that happens, the kind of old woody growth, and you're saying the roses are quite old. Uh, but no, it's not doing any harm either, so don't worry about it. If, if it's very, very heavy and if it's interfering with some of the leaf buds opening, like physically stopping them, just rub it off with your hand. But no, there's nothing I'd apply to it, and there's no need to, so you, you, you should be okay with it. Are they blooming well for you over the years? They are. They bloom, they bloom very well, as I say. Herself is very good to look after them. <laughs> Getting great, she's getting great credit she's, for her uh, here, what's, what's, Dave, what's her self's name? Sorry? What's her self's name? What's your Lucinda. wife? Lucinda. Lucinda. Well done to Lucinda. Okay, Thank thanks you. for that, Dave. God bless you. <laughs> God bless. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Okay, let me go to... Um, uh, hi, uh, could you ask Peter, please, is it is now the right time to cut a laurel hedge? That's from Margaret. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, it is. Uh, again... Realistically, if you get it done before the the new growth starts, which is in early March, then you'll get the benefit of the new growth. So instead of, uh, in particular if it's anyway sparse or see-through or leggy, by cutting it back now, that new growth will come out to thicken it up down lower. So yeah, get that done before the end of January too, or before the end of February. Noreen said, hi, Peter. What can I spray my roses with? When can I spray my roses with copper sulphate? I cut them back about two weeks ago. Good. Well, the copper sulfate is something that I often recommend, Trish, as you know, because it's a good broad-spectrum organic fungicide, right? So it's with fungal infections that affect roses like mildew, uh, grey mould, uh, rust, all of these fungal infections are much, much easier to prevent than they are to cure. So 
it's a good course of action is to prune them hard now uh, and then treat them with the copper copper sulfate mixed with water and then also to feed them with a good rose food to keep them good and strong and healthy because weak plants will be more susceptible obviously to, to getting disease a bit like ourselves as humans so the right time to apply that copper sulfate because what I say it is an organic and it's certified for use organically it's not something that you would use repeatedly you would apply it once during the year because at the end of the day you don't want to have a build up of copper in the soil so the right time to do it is what we call bud burst now what bud burst means it's nothing to do with the flowers it's the leaf buds so when those the leaf buds on the stem which are dormant now and have been during the winter when they're just bursting back into new growth that's when you want to get the copper sulfate on because that's when the growth is most active in the plant when's that when is that going to be you know, I can't give you a specific date, but it would be sometime you would expect during March that they'll, they'll come, come into come into growth. It's still quite mild. If we don't get it, it's still very mild. If we don't get a cold spell, I'd say it could be quite early in March. But just keep an eye out. As soon as you see the buds uh, opening up into leaf, then get it on. Okay, Margaret, could you ask Peter, please, when is the best time to move an azalea? It's hidden where it currently is. Okay, well, the, the best time to do it is very coming very close to the end of that window. I'd normally like to have that done before the end of January, being honest. Uh, if you really still want to do it, do it now, but do it like immediately. You want to be moving anything like that when they're fast asleep. And I should preface this by saying that there is a very much an inherent risk in moving anything at any time of the year, even doing it at the right time of the year, uh, depending on how established it is. So if that azalea has only been in the ground, let's say, last year or the year before, your risk of, of, of root damage is minimal. But if it's been established, in other words, if it's in there five years or more, well, you can imagine that root system, it's quite broad and quite vast now, and it's clinging on to the, to the soil and, you know, in, in quite a large area. So you are going to damage that root network by lifting it. It's unavoidable. Um, so the more established it is, the, the more risk there is of damaging it and not, not of losing it. But do it immediately would be my advice. Okay. By the way, what did you name the storm that's coming in next? It's either Emma or Emily. It's, I think it's Emma. It's, no, it's Ellen. Ellen, Ellen. sorry. Didn't we, have a, didn't, we, didn't Ellen visit us? Uh, well, see, it's, it's, it's done by the alphabet, so it's A, know, B, C, yeah. D, and, it's, and they decide it every year. It's between yes. the Met Office in England and the Met Office in our um, Met Air. And I think, isn't, isn't, it, isn't it boy, girl, boy, girl? I yeah, that's it, yes, yeah, that's yeah. Ellen. And the boys are always worse than ours. The girls are always but, worse than the boys. There's, there's, um, a very, there's a very naughty joke about that. There, well, we won't right get now. into it. Yeah. We won't be allowed. Storm <laughs> Ellen, someone says, is on the way with heavy rain and flooding forecasts and it's over the weekend again. For some reason, it keeps sitting us on weekends. Okay, when should you break rhubarb? When should you break rhubarb? I presume they mean yeah. divide it. When should you divide the clumps, which I'd have done in kind of last autumn, early winter and planted them out. Uh, if you mean harvest it, you're still a good few weeks off that, I would say, but you could be forcing it now. And if, if I suppose if they look good enough to harvest, if you have been forcing them, then you can. But if you mean break is in divide, I would say you'd want to do that in the autumn of the year. OK, all right. Uh, stay dry and stay in out of the very windy conditions uh, is the advice. And we'll talk to you again next week, Peter. Can I give a quick shout out to before you go? The 3rd of March, I gave the wrong date last week. On the 3rd of March, I'll be speaking in Adair Hall in Formoy at 8pm. That's for Formoy Flower and Garden Company. If for anyone listening last week, I said the 4th, I was wrong. It's the 3rd of March. I'll mention it again next we'll, week. We'll remind us just close at the time. All right, have a good week. And we'll you. chat next week. That is uh, Peter Dowdle, the theirishgardener.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.